Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. On this Monday, July 15th, 2019, I'm Jace. Lex is off for a few days. Don McLean is here, Sonny's here, and hey, I'm back after two weeks off. I am thrilled to be here, uh, feeling refreshed and uh, rejuvenated and just re-everything. Um, so I feel like Ramona, uh, I just uh, <laughs> recharged, rejuvenated, everything. So uh, thanks for being here. Thanks to Bradley for filling in. I greatly appreciate it. Thanks to Don uh, and Lex for working extra hard, and I just, I, I really appreciate it. So uh, and Sonny, thanks for coming in uh, this week for Lexa Lulu, who's spending some time uh, with her family. Uh, now, as is the case when one of us returns from a break, uh, these are always our favorite shows. We're filled with stories from our vacations. And boy, as you can imagine, with two weeks, I have a trunk load of stories. And I'm getting ready to tell you uh, one of the better ones uh, right now. Now, uh, if you followed my adventures on the Twitter, uh, on the Twitter, you, you uh, know which one I'm going to do, and that is a flight uh, that I had uh, that I'm going to talk uh, about now. So you know uh, our our itinerary. We were in L.A. for five days at the beginning of the trip, and then we flew from L.A. to Waikiki, and then uh, for five days we were there, and then we were in, for four days we flew, we island hopped, we went to uh, Kauai for the final leg of our trip. So this is the flight from L.A. to Waikiki, and uh, this the was on the f- this is the long <laughs> yeah, five hours. So this is on 4th of July, everyone, okay? And we missed the L.A. earthquake by about two hours. Uh, We found out about it when we landed, which bummed Colin out because I (laughs) guess experiencing an earthquake is on his bucket list. Oh, my God. So here's the deal. And I I need to say this. I I don't – I'm – I I was trying not to say this because I don't want to come off as braggadocious, but we make a joke of it on this show, so I don't know why I'm dancing around it. Uh, Colin and I, we like to use our points and uh, our travel dollars uh, to usually fly first class. It's uh, it's just a little luxury. We don't have kids, and uh, and it's just something we like to do. We're big guys. I don't like to fly, so and I always feel like I have to justify it because I never want to come across as braggadocious. I think that's douchey, and but I need to tell you where we are as part of the story. So we are we are in first class, and we're in what they call Delta One. So it's where they have the lie flat seats. So you're in your own kind of little oh, pod. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Can you take uh, a nap. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah. I fl- I I slept for two hours on the way back. Oh, um, yes. And, and we were in the same configuration. So, um, so this is, but this is a daytime flight. I should tell you too. And uh, we are in row two, and we're in the middle. Uh, there are three three rows. There's uh, like a single pod. Then there's two pods together, and then another single pod by the by the windows on either windows. So, uh, 
we board and there's a family in front of us. And I wrote down their names because I knew this would become a story. So it is, um, the children are Christopher and Annika. Oh no. And the, 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 the mom and dad are Paul and Liz. And <laughs> I already um, hate them. <laughs> uh, well, I, I will never, my talkers, please know. And if, uh, Colin, if you, if I'm missing a part, if you want to call in, please feel free. Uh, Colin will even tell you, I will not do this justice. And even though I exaggerate things to try to make you laugh, I can't exaggerate how awful these people were. I really can't. I am I am probably not going to properly tell you how awful these people were. But believe me when I say they were the worst people I've ever had on an airplane that I've had to share a, a, a common space with. So the mom... And the son are sitting in front of me uh, and Colin. We're in the pods directly behind them. And the son, I would say, is somewhere in the 11, 12-year-old range. Okay. And the demon girl is probably... (laughs) Annika. (laughs) Annika. Annika is around the same age. So these are not young, young kids. These are kids old enough to know... They are demons. God. Okay, because that was my first question. How old are they? Okay. No. All no. right. Old enough to know better. Yes. Perfect. Yes. And before, and I, again, I feel like I have to inoculate myself from the Twitter mob. Before you think that, and, and I and I really try to worry about this because I try to be, look, even if I'm trying to make you laugh, I don't, I don't want to be um, crass. I don't think, I, the, the children, I don't think... I could be wrong, but they were, I, I don't think they had, um, like a condition. I don't think they were, um, I, I, I you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think there is the any, spectrum, I don't like think that. so. No, I don't think so. They were on the demon spectrum. I do know that. <laughs> But I'm telling you, you know, I, I do try to be very cautious and, and try to be, even when I'm trying to be funny, I, I, I do have a heart. I think the kids were just on the demon spectrum. Yeah. Okay, so now that I've tried to cover my bases uh, before I get an email, um, here we go. They were awful. <laughs> and uh, I will start with the demon girl. So, because she was in the pod to my right. Now, a lot of you saw my pictures on Twitter. And this little girl, these children did not know how to behave uh, on this flight. In the least bit. Oh, they know. In the least. Oh, well, (laughs) they (laughs) They had no... They yeah, pro- their parents are probably cool with it. Is is uh, what the deal is. That is the problem. <laughs> it's, it's Paul and Liz's oh. fault. Let's be clear. Oh, it is Paul and Liz. They were the worst parents and the weirdest parents I have ever. And you know me. <laughs> I I I didn't watch anything on this plane because I kept watching Paul and Liz and Christopher and Annika. <laughs> they were. <laughs> they were the best entertainment I could ever, ever, ever imagine. So, first of all, the flight attendants, this is a story of 
these flight attendants deserved medals of honor. I mean, they deserved... Delta should be so proud of this crew. The two flight leads had patience of steel because the first order of business was this girl, I guess, was starving. God forbid they should eat before they board this plane. And let me be clear. The little girl, spawn of Satan, was fine. She was just being a brat. Yeah. And so the so we take off. And the first sign of trouble was this. As you know, as you're ascending, as you're as you're going up, you have to remain in your seat. Okay? You have to you have to remain in your seat, especially right after takeoff. Uh, the little girl, the, like the devil girl, gets up, like just casually, nonchalantly unbuckles, unbuckles her seatbelt. We are we are moment we are like five minutes into takeoff. We are still climbing. And oh she just my casually Lord. she just casually gets up. She just casually gets up and goes to the bathroom. So then the flight attendant sees the door open. So she gets on and she goes, I need to remind everybody uh that the seatbelt sign is still on. Please remain in your seats. My talkers, I am not joking. Uh, children of the uh, child of the corn girl edition <laughs> returns to her seat within 15 seconds. The mother Liz gets up and goes to the bathroom. Oh my God. And I'm like, and, and not like she didn't, and they're not deaf. Oh no. And they didn't look like they had a pee emergency. Cause she nonchalantly, cause you know, if you have to pee, you are frantically looking for the flight attendant to let them know, hey, I have an emergency. No, she nonchalantly unbuckles her seatbelt, stretches, and just saunters into the bathroom. And I'm like, did you not just hear the flight attendant? No, they don't listen. It doesn't no. apply to them. No. So then as we're still ascending, and we got to take a break for the dirt alert, and I will continue it on the other side. So do not get out of your car. <laughs> As we're still ascending, she is calling for the flight attendant to get her daughter some snacks Mm. because her daughter is starving. That was literally the words that came out of Liz's mouth. She goes, um, when is food service starting? My daughter is starving. And, and the flight attendant is like, um, hello, we're still climbing, you fruit bat. (laughs) And she goes, well, don't. And so the the mother goes. This isn't well, a restaurant. Well, the 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 mother goes, and I'm not joking because I was keeping track. The mother goes. The mother goes. Well, don't you just have like cheese and crackers back there? And I'm like, cheese and crackers. What the hell do you think this is, Cerdix? You oh nut. My God. Oh, <laughs> okay, I can't take now, it. <laughs> okay, we have to we we have to take a break to do the dirt alert. On the other side of the dirt alert, I will pick up Children of the Corn Part Two, <laughs> Flight Six Ten. <laughs> we'll be back with Elizabeth when we return. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Jace. Uh, Alexis off. Uh, Don McLean's here. Sonny's here. And now Elizabeth Reese is here with the dirt alert. And then on the other side, I will tell you the conclusion to Children of the Corn Part Two on my flight. Uh, we're getting <laughs> tweets that people are literally sitting in their car uh, waiting for the end of the story. <laughs> So, oh, Elizabeth, I had quite the flight uh, to Waikiki with this family that was literally 
the two worst children I've ever experienced no. and the and the two worst parents I've ever and I'm not joking, I'm not exaggerating. They were horrible and they were weird. They were horribly weird <gasps> and uh yeah, anyway. Yeah. It's always an adventure, Jason. Mm-hmm. It's oh, believe me, as it's happening, I'm writing it down going, well, here's three segments of the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Makes coming back to work a little bit easier. Yes, oh my does, gosh, yeah. I love it. Okay, well, I do have some dirt to fill you in on before you get to that. Let's Fabulous. start with uh Charlie Sheen's ex, Brooke Mueller. Guys spotted with bags of drugs in the Hamptons. <gasps> no. Oh, oh no, no. She's no, had no. so much trouble. So many problems. She's 41. She is the mother of uh, twin boys with Charlie Sheen. Uh, They're 10. And she was spotted looking distraught on her own with a host of suitcases at a Southampton Rite Aid just after dawn on Sunday. Mm. So um, I guess she made up made quite a scene at this drugstore. And then she was asking this random stranger to take her home where she revealed her suitcases full of drugs. So there's a guy who's in his 20s who apparently decided to take him take her back to his shared rental in Southampton. And once at the house, she opened up her suitcase to reveal an array of drugs. And then she (sighs) wanted everybody there to be part of it um he said it was really bad and he said the guys in the house were just waking up from a long night and nobody was in the mood to party and she had so many bags of drugs it wasn't clear what they were but she had white powder around her nose so i assume it was cocaine she's been in and out of rehab and um, a source close to brooke mueller explained she'd booked a a hotel in the hamptons from sunday night but had messed up the check-in time and so um and her issues with sobriety are well documented yeah Oh, she's in a safe oh, place with friends now, apparently. But like, where are these boys? I mean, what is going on here? I feel so bad. I don't, I don't like to hear that. I know. I know. It's really troubling. Um, let's move on and talk about Kelly Clarkson weighing in on oh. Taylor Swift and the drama with Scooter Braun. OK, you know, Kelly Clarkson, her talk show is going to be our new lead in on Twin Cities Live. Did you guys know that? Oh, oh no. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be carrying it. She is Fabulous. I love Kelly Clarkson. Um, But here's what she said. She posted on Twitter over the weekend suggesting that Taylor Swift head back into the studio to re-record all of her old songs. She wrote, at Taylor Swift 13, just a thought. You should go in and re-record all the songs that you don't own the masters on. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. On exactly how you did them, but put brand new art and some kind of incentive so fans will no longer buy the old versions. Yep. Kelly said, I'd buy all the new versions yeah. just to prove a point. Oh, man. I re- I mean... This is pretty brave of her. She doesn't need anybody to tell, to tell her what to say. She's made her own in the music industry. But I find it pretty interesting and brave of her to come out and say this. You know, Kelly Clarkson, though, has been pretty vocal about her distaste for record labels running oh, artists' sure. lives. You know, I mean, remember, she was it her second album, you guys, mm-hmm. that she came out with and she just hated and it was so yeah. awful because she was locked in this deal it after was the american, american idol. idol deal that was yeah. way too long and at first she went along with it but then she made it known that she was done and then she um also had to do that stupid movie from justin to kelly 
Yeah, which was awful. Which and was she awful. literally was forced. She said she cried the whole time. Oh, my doing God. It. Yeah. So Kelly Clarkson weighing in. I think she, you know, Kelly Clarkson just sort of says, I don't care what these labels think. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yep. Yeah. I like it, I, yeah. I, I, I was telling Dawn earlier, I, I stayed away from a lot of news, but I, I did catch up because I was like, who's who's yeah, T-Swift in a war with? Yeah, the story in the last yeah. two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I get where Taylor's coming from. I, I get where both of them are coming from. I, I, I actually think that Scooter's probably a good guy. But if you're Taylor Swift and you wrote those songs, it must ting your heart a little bit to know that you don't own them. You oh, know? my gosh. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine. I think that would be really difficult. Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially when it's, I mean, she wrote it. She wrote it, yes. Every, it's not just like she performed those songs. She wrote them all. Yeah. It was the beginning of her career. What is what got her started as a teen. Like, it's just, I wish she would have taken the deal that was offered to her in the first place. I don't think it's that great of a deal, but at least she would own that music. I know, but it's isn't it sort of odd that she wasn't offered a deal to just buy the thing outright? Yeah, that's that's yeah. wrong. I mean, I don't, I don't agree I don't with like that. that. And it was you. You'll get an album if you give us an album. I yeah. mean, then here she is. She's in that same situation again with the next albums. Mm-hmm. And I think the bitterness over I don't want you guys to own anything more of what I own if you're going to yeah. offer me this kind of a deal. I mean, I understand that. I get yes. that. Yep. Um, if you like Lady Gaga and you want to buy her makeup line, you can start ordering it. Oh, that's right. Day. Oh, it's a big shopping day, you guys. It We've is got Amazon's Prime day. Prime day. Oh my gosh, my mom was already texting this morning. <laughs> me and my sisters, what's everyone buying? What's happening? I'm going on an Echo Dot binge. I think setting up a full surround sound system. They're 20. Oh, look at you. Well, the dots are twenty two dollars. Yeah. Yeah, and oh. and the Kindle is like sixty dollars <laughs> if you don't know. have a Kindle or you want to gift somebody one. I'm gonna get a ring doorbell so I can see your face when you're at my door. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. That's totally happening. Yeah, uh, but if you're interested in the cosmetics, Lady Gaga, uh, she has a new Amazon exclusive cosmetics line. It's called House Laboratories H A U S, and it'll officially start shipping in September. But you can start adding items to your cart right now, and people are speculating that everything is. It's going to sell out once they're officially released. So you can pre-order certain products until tomorrow at 11.59 p.m. when Prime Day is over. Oh. So if you want, I mean, the packaging is quite fabulous, I must say. It is. It's fabulous. There you go. All right, that's what I have. Thanks, friends. Thank you. When we come back, Children of the Corn Part (laughs) 2, right after this. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Dawn's here. Sonny's here. Good to be back uh, after two weeks off, and I was telling the story. I have so many stories. I'll, I'll have more tomorrow. I'll save some for Lex. Let me just squeeze something in real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, go that ahead. That weather was brought to you by Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so uh, th- this is one of the main stories uh, that I wrote down and um, uh, uh, that I, I had the children of the corn on my flight from... Uh, L.A. to Waikiki, and it was uh, two kids, probably anywhere from 11 to 12, maybe 10 to 12, a boy and a girl, uh, Christopher and Annika, <laughs> and then their 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 horrible parents, uh, Paul, Paul and Liz, and I may have changed the name to protect the innocent, but anyway, um, so uh, Paul and Liz are without a doubt proving to me that they are the worst parents, the most enabling parents ever. 
they have created these demon children. And uh, so, as I told you, we are still ascending uh, the, the, the demon little girl. Uh, decides just to nonchalantly take off her seatbelt and go to the bathroom, even though we're barely off the ground. And then the mother does that as well. And then when she returns, her reign of terror with the flight attendant start by calling over the flight attendant as we're still ascending to tell her to ask, um, when is when is uh, lunch service starting? Mm. It's like... Uh, Okay, and I'm I'm looking at Colin like, is she really doing this? Because we are still, we are still climbing. You're we still are ascending. We are still ascending. The Wi-Fi hasn't even activated, you nutbag. Uh, so we're still climbing. So then, um, I the father again. Let me give you so you get the visual. We are up in first class. We are in those pods. We're in what they call Delta One. So the mother. And Demon's son are in, I'm in directly in front of Demon's son. Colin is in, uh, I mean, behind Demon's son. Colin is behind Demon Mother. And then in the single row by the window, there is Annika. And then behind her in a single pod is her father. So the father is so freaking weird. <laughs> and he keeps, so he's leaning over because she keeps going, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And so father uh, is, this is what creeps me out. And I know a lot of people do this, but this is just a little thing with me. He's, he's calling for the wife, like across the aisle. He goes, mother, no, mother, yeah. mother, mother, wait, 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 mother, this is the dad saying, the dad, this is the dad the dad saying, saying it. mother, Ew, calling, like so creepy, calling, yeah. <laughs> calling for Liz and he, his mother, mother, Annika's very hungry. Very hungry, mother. And I'm looking at him like, oh, my goodness. Is this really happening? Is he really calling her mother? And they're like in their like maybe late 40s. Mother, Annika is very. Annika, I know, darling. I know. I know. Daddy's daddy's working on it. Now, mind you, this little girl is fine. Like she is fine. She's about 11. She's just throwing a fit. So then she takes off. So at this point, um, the flight, she, the mother calls the flight attendant again. No. With it. Now, this is about three, four minutes after she has asked what time lunch service has happened. So then, um, uh, Paul uh, talks to mother. And that prompted mother to once again call the flight attendant. And that's when she goes, like, very flippant. She goes, don't you have, like, cheese or crackers back there? My daughter is starving. That's literally what she said. And I am looking at Colin like, oh, no. Like, oh, no, 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 no. This is not happening. Like, this is this is not happening. So then. <laughs> so then. She brings the the flight attendant is looking totally like befuddled. But again, this is testament to these professionals. She's like, yeah, I can get something. Hold on just a second. She's looking at the woman like, like, Biatch, we're still like ascending. We haven't even reached cruising altitude. So they bring in hyperspeed. Yeah. (laughs) So they bring demon girl like some crackers or something. They give her some crackers. So, so then, so then, uh, the mother about, I don't know, 
I uh, Colin will correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes went by. And the mother starts like huffing and puffing that the the lunch service hasn't started yet. It's a five hour flight. Yeah. And then I hear, so then that's happening in front of me. And then I hear Demon Girl. I hear Demon Girl go, I'm really cold. I'm really cold. And she sticks her head down the aisle to scream into the galley. She's like, (gasps) excuse me. Excuse me. So then the flight attendant comes. She goes, can you please tell the captain to turn down the air conditioning? I'm very cold. And then the, the brother says the same thing. And the mother and father are, like, sitting there allowing this to happen. No. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You are not screaming at the flight attendants to turn down the air conditioning. And the father is just, and then, so then the the daughter leans back into her seat. And the father is like, Annika, darling, do you want daddy to get you a sweatshirt? Do you want daddy to get you a and mind you, this girl is again like 12 and the father is, t- it's so creepy. He's being so like creepalicious. So then the, then, then the, then the, the Christopher, the, the son starts doing the same thing. So the mother goes, I, I have to get him something, Paul. I have to get, he's freezing up here. So then they get, they put him, <laughs> they put like three sweatshirts on him. So he looks like he's climbing Everest. Which, which is crap. I mean, he is like, he's in like three sweatshirts. And I'm, I'm watching this go down and I'm like, oh my goodness, like this keeps getting better and better and better. So now, like I said, maybe 20 minutes has gone by and we are now at cruising altitude and the flight attendants are, are just trying to like get the galley ready, you know, for service. She calls them over again. To ask them when the service is going to be starting. Oh, my God. And I'm like, well, maybe it would start sooner if you would stop calling. Right. If you would stop calling for the flight attendant. So then she's over there and she goes, oh, and by the way, she goes, "Um, can I see the menu? Because Christopher doesn't like this and doesn't like this and doesn't like this. Now, again, before I even told the story. I wanted to make sure there were no allergies or anything with the child. I would never make fun of a child if there was a condition. No. Her exact words were, Christopher doesn't like this. He doesn't like this. So she looks at the flight attendant. This is one of my favorite parts. She goes, okay, I see you're serving a breakfast sandwich. Can we get the cheese off of that? Uh, He really doesn't like cheese. And then can we get something? Can you put some lettuce on there? And the flight attendant's looking at her like, this isn't a Chris sandwich at (laughs) Burger King. We're not making these to order. These are prepackaged things. There's no kitchen back there. No. So... Now about another 20, uh, 20, about another 10 minutes has gone by. And again, we have just been at cruising altitude at this moment at about 15 or 20 minutes. The mother then gets angry and calls the flight attendant again. And this time she's like, I I just have to say, my daughter is starving. And she points over to her daughter. She goes, "I she needs more snacks. Paul, Paul, uh, can, can you help me? Like, she needs more snacks. So the flight attendant gives the demon child, literally, she gives her like three bags of like pretzels and, and like cookies. 
So this daughter is like ripping these bags open, devouring them like she's been in the savanna for you know, like she's been abandoned in the savanna for about 40 years. So she's eating all this stuff, throwing the wrappers on the ground. No. Now this is now this is one of the pictures that I did tweet. I oh. tweeted this out, and I'm watching this go down. So finally, the breakfast sandwiches come, and it's not to her liking. So she starts like asking for special orders, and the and finally the flight attendant was like, "Ma'am." You did know there was an opportunity when you booked these tickets, like if you had any special needs to, to you know, to so we can make sure, she was very polite about it, to make sure we, you know, accommodated your your children's special needs, your demon's special needs. Uh, you, you could have done this. She was, well, I didn't know that. She was, but we're here now, and my daughter really, you know, needs this. Okay, so meal service is done. So then that's when the garbage starts collecting on the ground. So I'm watching this and I'm just getting so frustrated. So then she takes off her little demon shoes and she starts walking up the wall. Like this is another picture I took. She starts putting her feet like all over the wall. And the dad is laughing at her. Uh, well, oh, no. they're like B. Arthur as a child. So yeah, hooved. Okay. They have little horns. Mm-hmm. So she's like literally taking her feet and like kicking the screen. Now, I fall asleep at this point. I wake up to an attendant, to a flight attendant, and a technician at the demon's seat. Mm -hmm. When we return, I will tell you why a technician had to fix her seat when we return. Oh. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. And streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Dawn's here. Sonny's here. I'm back after about a month off. <laughs> Felt like it. Uh, okay, so I'm wrapping up my story of uh, the children of the corn on my flight from L.A. to Waikiki. A lot of you followed this on Twitter. I live tweeted this flight. Uh, I showed pictures of this family of four. Uh uh, Paul and Liz, I'm sorry, Paul and mommy, ma, a mother, mother, and and their 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 demon children, uh, Annika and Christopher, and uh, uh, so uh, I took a nap to, and when I woke up from my nap, I found a flight attendant, and I don't know where this guy was sitting, <laughs> but uh, no. a Delta technician was happened to be on this flight, and I wake up and I look to my right because Annika was to my right her pod was and and they are fixing her seat oh hell and i overhear i overhear the conversation she was jumping in the chair so much that she broke the mechanism that slides because these are live flat seats she was jumping around so hard in that seat that she broke she took it offline or something. So they had to fix the seat of the demon child. Oh, no. All of this is happening while mama and dada were sleeping. They were out like hibernating bears. And she's so then 12? she's like 11 or 12. Oh so God. while, so then they're still sleeping. So the chair is fixed. Demon girl gets back in her chair and starts asking for more snacks. Now, keep in mind, we just ate about a half hour ago, and she has now had, and I counted, 
she has asked for six glasses of cranberry juice. Six. And she is now throwing, she has thrown the wrappers of all of her snacks on the ground. So at one count, I counted seven bags of either cookies or chips or whatever. (laughs) So then at that moment, so after she sits back down, she looks at her brother and uh, the brother has a full water bottle and they start throwing the water bottle across the aisle at each other. They're tossing like a full Dasani water bottle uh, back and forth. (laughs) And I'm looking at this and I'm going, oh my goodness. Am am I, is this happening? Like, so then uh, Papa wakes up and starts laughing at the children throwing the water bottle. And I'm thinking to myself, if a flight attendant walked out of the galley, she could get hit by these monsters. And the dad is doing nothing. And then the mom wakes up and she's like, oh, are you guys? She literally says to them, because, again, I, I wrote this crap down. She goes, are you two having fun? And I'm no. like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> no. You are the worst parents ever. I, I, I just I, I was getting like anxiety watching this. Did you so feel then, like other people around you were oh, having the same thoughts? I, yes. Okay. I go to the galley. I go into the galley. I get up. I'm like, I can't stand this anymore. I go in the galley and I saw that I, I pulled the two flight attendants close to me and I said, <laughs> I just want to congratulate you two. You have the patience of steel and I think you're doing such a good job and the one that got the brunt of her constantly asking like questions every two minutes the one looked at me and almost burst into tears she goes I thought we she goes you noticed it too and I go everybody noticed I said I go because at one point the flight attendant had to let them know that there were other guests they had to attend to because uh, they were I'm not kidding I'm I'm downplaying. I cut out maybe five or six calls to the flight attendant, and I'm not joking. I had to edit this down. There were five or six more calls to the flight attendant between them, between eating and the parents napping. Mm. So then they get up. We we go to land, and the little girl and the parents didn't even bother to try to clean up. The seven bags on the floor, which that disgusted me the the most of all. Oh. I thought you disgusting, rude, entitled pig people. I I literally thought pig people. In my mind, I was like, you are you are raising monsters that are going to grow up and have no appreciation for the service and for folks. I, I, ugh. Anyway, okay. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. I just, Steve how are they? Uh, Steve is actually here right now. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. It's how Demon Kids, doing? the worst Demon Kids ever oh, on ever. the flight. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, worst you, parents, worst like children. Demon parents would be fair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to. Uh, you got to keep your kids on lock. You know. You gotta. <laughs> yeah. You gotta. Especially. I'm. Uh, we're. We're on it. Like I am. I am, I am the you, police Steve. when you. it comes to even putting your feet, even resting them on the chair in front. We do not do that. The person no, in front does that. You, you Steve. Keep, you know the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm on. I'm on it. Yeah. I appreciate that. Just Thank doing you, my Steve. part. Um, yeah. You know, Donna Valentine is off today. 
She, company she? mandated suspension day two for ah. vaping. And so Kelly Hansen is in today. Kelly oh, Hansen nice. from uh, Twin Cities Live. She's going to be hanging out. Today's Amazon Prime Day. Kelly Hansen has a legit problem with online shopping. So she? she's a cart shopper. Oh. So we're going to break that down a has little bit. Has she loaded her cart already? Always. Of yes. Course. She's got a vacuum that she will buy live on the air. <laughs> Isn't that gripping radio? Perfect radio. Thank you. Uh. Don and Steve coming up next. It's so good to be back. We'll be back tomorrow. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Bye, everybody.